0: Welcome to Leadership Matters, the podcast focused on leadership in our challenging world. Leadership Matters is the name because leadership really does matter. Now here's your host, Dr. John Bedker, a practitioner, a scholar, and a leader. Welcome aboard everyone to Leadership Matters. Good day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Matters podcast. Today, we're going to talk about an officer who has chosen to retire rather than continue his military service. First, I want to make a statement though about the pandemic. I really and truly hope you're all safe. I trust you're well. And I hope you're doing everything you can to mitigate this global pandemic. So, with that, let's begin. As I said, we're going to talk about an Army officer. I'm going to use an article from the New York Times. An article published on the 8th of July in the Times, the title Army Officer Who Clashed with Trump over impeachment, set to retire. The officer is Lieutenant Colonel Alexander S. Vinman. Well, let's begin by who wrote the article, because I think as a leader, that's important. We want to make sure that the information that we are receiving and that we are assessing is from sources that are reliable. That rigor and discipline has gone into their work. That corroboration of sources of information has been corroborated. So who are the people who wrote this article so that we can put some stock in the words that they are sharing? Well, there are two distinguished writers for the New York Times. Eric Schmidt and Helene Cooper. Eric Schmidt is a senior writer who's traveled the world covering terrorism and national security. He's been a Pentagon correspondent and a member of the New York Times staff since 1983. He has shared three Pulitzer Prizes. Helene Cooper is the current Pentagon correspondent. She previously has been an editor, a diplomatic correspondent, and a White House correspondent. She was also part of the team awarded the 2015 Pulitzer Prize for international reporting for her coverage of the Ebola epidemic. So there are two awarded journalists who bring rigor and discipline to their work. I'll read freely from the article and I'll interject my comments because I think there are several lessons for leaders. Let's begin. An army officer who was a prominent witness in the impeachment inquiry into President Trump last year said on Wednesday he has decided to retire after his promotion was imperiled by objections from the White House. Now, Here's an officer who is choosing to retire because he felt imperiled with objections being received from the White House. Wow. Well, that sets the tone. That's the beginning. Let's continue. The incident is the latest in what Pentagon and congressional officials say could be another flashpoint between the president and the military. Lieutenant Colonel Alexander S. Vindman, a decorated Iraq war veteran who served on the staff of the White House National Security Council, is among scores of officers who have been picked to be promoted to full colonel this year. Now, let me just pause for those of you that are not familiar with the military. This is a senior officer, a colonel in the Army, is uh, what they call an 06. The next rank of promotion would be a general or flag officer. So uh, quite a a senior uh, promotion. He was a lieutenant colonel, had been selected, had been picked to become a full colonel this year. Typically, such promotions are backed by Army and Pentagon officials before moving to the White House for final approval and then to the Senate for a confirmation vote. But the White House has made clear to officials in the Pentagon's Office of Personnel and Readiness, which is the office that handles these matters, that Mr. Trump did not want to see Colonel Vinman promoted. Officials in the White House reported this. Mr. Trump's allies at the White House asked Pentagon officials to find instances of misconduct by Lt. Col. Vindman that would justify blocking his promotion, administration officials said on Wednesday. On multiple occasions, including this week, the White House pressed the Pentagon to seek witnesses who would come forward and say that Colonel Vindman acted improperly, the officials said. But, Defense Secretary Mark Esper and the Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy have been unable to produce such evidence, largely because it does not exist. According to one administration official, the official spoke on conditions of anonymity. Now, that in itself is telling that people in the senior staff of the White House cannot talk freely for fear of their own risk in doing so. Colonel Vindman announced his decision in a short Twitter message on Wednesday morning. It goes like this. Let me quote. Today, I officially requested retirement from the U.S. Army. An organization I love, Lieutenant Colonel Vidman said. My family and I look forward to the next chapter of our lives. Wow, what a moment that must have been for Lieutenant Colonel Vidman. Lieutenant Colonel Vidman's lawyer, David Pressman, said in a statement that the officer was the victim of a campaign of bullying and intimidation by the White House. Pressman says, Through a campaign of bullying, intimidation, and retaliation, the President of the United States attempted to force Lieutenant Colonel Vindman to choose between adhering to the law or pleasing a President. Mr. Pressman said, Between Honoring his oath or protecting his career between protecting his promotion or the promotion of his fellow soldiers. Mr. Pressman added, "Vinman did what the law compelled him to do, and for that, he was bullied by the president and his proxies. In your leadership journey, this is a good moment of reflection, thinking about this incredible price paid by Lieutenant Colonel Vidman, but it is a price of leadership and a price that he did without reservation. The article goes on to state that Lieutenant Colonel Vindman in his role as a Ukraine expert on the National Security Council staff. He was on Mr. Trump's phone call on July 25th with the Ukraine president that later became a central element of the impeachment inquiry of President Trump. Colonel Vindman testified in the House impeachment hearings that it was, quote, improper for the president, end quote, to coerce a foreign country to investigate a political opponent. Hours before, Colonel Vindman was marched out of the White House by security guards. Mr. Trump foreshadowed his fate when asked if he would be pushed out. President Trump stated, Well, I'm not happy with him. You think I am supposed to be happy with him? I'm not. A person familiar with Colonel Vidman's decision said he decided to retire after more than 21 years in the Army when it became apparent he would not be able to serve in a useful capacity in his area of specialty, Eurasia affairs. He had been scheduled to start a term, at the Army War College this summer. So let's talk about that useful contribution capacity. There's things that leaders must do prior to taking that engagement, agreeing to the position, doing that job, whatever it may be. A couple of questions have to be answered by the leader. One, can I really make a contribution? Not, do I think I might, or maybe I could, or I'm not sure. You have to be clear that you can, in fact, make a positive contribution. The second thing involves people. And this is a critical question. You have to determine how you are going to interact, engage, communicate, work with those on the other side of the project, of the work, the effort, again, whatever it may be. Like a parent determining whether or not the children are going to play nicely together, that metaphor applies in business and it's an important decision for leaders. It's important to determine how people are going to play together. Will it be positive and productive, or will there be toxicity to it? Well, certainly in this case, Lieutenant Colonel Vidman ultimately determined that he could not make that useful contribution. And the reason is because of the relationship with his boss, the Commander-in-Chief. Colonel Vindman's retirement, which still must be approved by the Army, comes despite promises from Mr. Esper, that is the Secretary of Defense, and other senior military leaders to protect officers from Retribution. People in the armed services should be protected. And when they return to their military duties after serving tours in the White House, they should not suffer a political consequence. They are active duty military officers who perform apolitical functions. To bring their training, their knowledge, and their expertise to the work they are assigned. Their responsibility is to do the work to the best of their ability, to make that contribution, and at no time to become engaged, embroiled in being political. Lieutenant Colonel Vidman did this, he did this with excellence. Those of you that listened to the hearings or have read the hearings can see that in great detail. So let's spend just a couple of moments in talking about what the lessons are here that we all can learn in our leadership journey. Well, what happens when you clash With your leader, in this case, a senior military officer, a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army, with his ultimate boss, the commander in chief, the President of the United States. He worked in the White House and the National Security Council, so his position was significant, and his role was significant. Political problems arose for the president. An impeachment hearing ensued, and Lieutenant Colonel Vindman was called to testify. Well, what should a leader do? They re- respond as requested. They have an oath as an officer to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now, in this case, there was concern about a foreign adversary in Ukraine. There was also a concern in the basis for the impeachment inquiry about a domestic adversary, perhaps the President of the United States. Well, after this article was published, it was extraordinary. The number of replies instantly contributed to the New York Times responding to this short but very telling article about what the leader had done to one of his senior experts on the National Security Council. In the first hour, there were hundreds of responses, and these responses continue today. I will read just a few of them. They're emblematic of this much larger body of comments made to this article. But it is important to take these other points of view, to think about what others view, and incorporate that into forming your view as a leader. The first one. On a number of occasions in my working life, I had a choice. Call it as I saw it and let the chips fall where they may. Or do as I was told and go along to get along. My choice was to tell the truth, figuring if I were let go, I could walk out with my back straight and my head held high. I'd know who I was. And I'd know who they were, and a parting of the ways would be the right thing, and I would consider myself lucky. The organizations I was serving were generally appreciative, and I actually rose in them. Lieutenant Colonel Vidman, you are not so lucky, but I say we all know who you are, and we're proud of you and we all know who they are, and we're ashamed. Now that's one comment, but it is indicative of many along that theme. Several military officers chimed in and provided their comments. Here is one from an army officer's point of view that is emblematic. As a former army officer, I see a commander-in-chief who has failed miserably, at every measure of leadership. I hope every member of the military realizes that to give Trump four more years will destroy our military, will destroy our country. I took an oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I see Trump as the most significant enemy of the Constitution in my lifetime. Several women chimed in as well. Thoughtful, very interesting and introspective comments. Here is just one representative example Lieutenant Colonel Vindman is an honorable man and a decorated soldier who loves his country. He has the honor and respect of people who value conscience, courage, and a sense of duty. Right still matters. It must. And we all need to work to support those who maintain that, and to maintain it ourselves, wherever it is challenged. I thought that was particularly thoughtful and valuable in our leadership journeys. Valuing conscience, courage, and a sense of duty. One last one I'll offer is from a leader. And again, many leaders have chimed in in their replies to this New York Times article. We've reached the point where things that would be megaton scandals in any other administration are damp squibs in the mushroom cloud of the Trump-Mal administration. We already knew that Trump was willing to sacrifice the hard-earned reputation of the armed forces as a meritocracy. If that sacrifice felt right to his ample gut or satisfied his impossibly warped sense of personal grievance. He is unfit for any leadership position more powerful than family patriarch. If his family wants to humor him, fine, that's their business. The rest of us should not be subjected to his malicious exercise of power. So that's just a short cross-section of the hundreds and hundreds of replies to this article appearing in the New York Times on the 8th of July. It's a good moment to think about your leadership journey to think about several of the topics that came up to think about comments from readers of the article and to think about how you might have responded. Ladies and gentlemen, it's great to be with you. I'm so glad you tuned in. Have a great day and we'll see you once again. Thank you for listening to Leadership Matters, the podcast about leadership and why it matters in today's world. Now, more than ever please join dr john bedker again next week for another episode of leadership matters for now if you enjoyed this podcast please tell your friends until we meet again